Let me go, Mystery. You ready for this? Did you push the button? You push the button yet? Oh, I pushed the button. You push the button? <laughs> Why you? You push the button and you take a sip. That's the kind of guy I am, dude. I push buttons, I take sips, I do whatever the Probably guy wants. Like Marvel's dude. like Batman over there. I'll push the button. I'll push the button. You okay there? I pushed the button. <laughs> What's the button? button? You got cyanide, bro. The night is young, but I pushed the button. How are how uh how are you, Mystery? What's up, buddy? I am doing well, all things considered. How about yourself? I don't want to answer that question. Uh, we got two oh, guests oh, with. Okay. okay, fine. All right, go go on. Guests? Yeah, we have guests. Just skip over the. Okay. <laughs> I care not about myself. Oh, we got. Moving on. Okay. Hi. We have guests on the podcast. Welcome, Fire Mage Gaming and Shadow Sixty Four Hundred. That's we a got... O with a zero in it. <laughs> yes, we do have those two with us. Shadow, how are you, sir? Welcome back to the podcast. I am quite well sir i would ask you how you're doing but apparently don't you don't ask. want to talk about it i'm not going to give you an answer fire mage how are you sir doing good my guy hey isn't there a thing where like after we get off aren't we gonna die now because we're <laughs> no we don't know what happens to the fourth guest <laughs> yeah we don't we don't oh, know no. we don't know what happens yeah that's right <laughs> that yeah, was we, the third so so you guys need to either play rock paper scissors or or just or no, find no, a way no. to figure Third out who of you is the fourth guest. We'll find out what happens after the show. Uh, we brought Fire Mage and Shadow on to talk about a very very exciting event that we have going on here at the Red Spartan Halo podcast. We're not going to spend all episode talking about it, but we're going to spend about 10 15 minutes here discussing it, letting everybody know about it because it is near and dear. It's one of the most special events that i think that we put together one of the most exciting and fun and of anything that we do here i think that this is the thing that kind of is sort of like a, a centerpiece event for our community um and so i i'm very excited to bring shadow and fire mage on here they have been working with me uh in putting this event together so now without further ado fire mage can you break the news what is it what is it that's going on here all right well everybody the Red Spartan Halo podcast, <laughs> spring 2022, Heartbreaker 1v1 tournament. That's right. We got a tournament, baby. It is in the books. It is ready to go. Fire Mage and Shadow have been a part of the uh, tournament committee, putting together all the settings and all the rules and everything like that. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm very excited. Mystery, how do you feel about the 1v1 being here? Are you, are you, are you pumped about 1v1s? No. You're supposed to lie to our audience and tell them that you're excited so that way they're excited because this is exciting. Damn it, this is exciting. No, I no, I refuse to cuz you just you won't tell us how you're doing. <laughs> you started it, sir. No, I of course, of course, I was told to lie and I'm lying, but I'm lying by saying that I'm not excited, of course. Of course I'm excited for the one you want tournament. <laughs> The one that I'm not going to be part of. Oh my god! Smile. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted this to go. Um, <laughs> look, 
Look, I am a mystery. I am I am doing fine. I will live. I am okay. I appreciate your concern. I'm doing all right. I've had a I've had a rough day today. All right. <laughs> no, that's fine. But that's I will fine. be all right. So um, back to the one v one. I wanted to bring Fire Mage and Shadow on to talk about some of the settings and dates and stuff like that. Get all excited about that. Uh, Fire Mage Shadow, can you guys kind of take it away? Let us know. Uh, the the tournament format let's start out with that how how is this tournament going to be set up for everybody so i'll just i'll go like into the uh nitty-gritty of the format style so we're gonna do first off we're gonna have uh 16 players to we're gonna cap it at 16 um and so you know 16 player tournament we're going to have four divisions of four players each um, within each division, everyone will play each other twice in the round robin section of the tournament. Um, that way, we can basically rank um, every player in each division uh, to make them or to make sure that uh, you know the people who do uh, the best job in the round robin get to move on to the bracket. Now, the uh, tournament bracket will be an eight-player standard quarterfinals semifinals finals bracket so um, just to just to clarify the tournament starts out if if you sign up for the tournament you're going to be put into a division with three other people the first section of the tournament you're playing everybody who's in your division and then based off of those results some people will move on and then others will obviously not move on right yes okay cool exactly correct and so what will happen is in each division um so with four people in each division uh and 16 players with the eight moving on uh we're gonna have the top two from each division uh move on to the bracket and the way that works is that uh the division winner so if you get first place in your division after you played all of your um round robin games uh the four division winners will be seated one through four in the tournament bracket and then the division runner-ups or runners-up i should say um Basically, those who get second place in their divisions after all their games are finished uh, are seated five through eight. So this is familiar. This is similar to any kind of like sports playoff setup or anything like that. If you're not, if if somebody's like not familiar with it, don't worry. You just show up and you just play and you have a good time and we'll sort out where everybody's going to be. And then you you know either you move on or you don't. But don't let the uh, the format if, if it's confusing. I know the third time around, some people in chat are saying, "Hey, I, I finally understand it. I get what they're talking about now." After the third time, it is a little bit confusing because we do the round robin first and then we do the traditional bracket setup but uh i promise you we'll have a graph uh, uh that makes it a lot more understandable in the uh in the discord so sorry to derail you there fire mage go ahead that's no, all right i was gonna ask if you're gonna make another presentation on it i'm not gonna make a whole other presentation <laughs> so i just okay so like last year or maybe the year before that i tried to explain this tournament format and jimmy goes it doesn't make any sense to me so i spent all night i spent hours maybe like four hours <laughs> writing a very detailed like slideshow basically <laughs> i got done he didn't even go through it and he's like oh it's just too much information now and i'm like you motherfucker i made this so detailed i made it so clear and simple <laughs> um yeah uh, yeah so that's a joke that i did not know of ah ah Ah, ah, that explains ah. Shadow's joke from like a week ago. What was Shadow's ah, joke a week ago? That explains it all. 
It's like I need pictures. I need a graph. I I don't understand. It's yeah, like exactly. <laughs> pretty much. That's what it was. All right. So that's the tournament format. What about the uh, what about the settings? How are we? Is this going to be basic uh, Halo Infinite settings? Like what what's going on with the settings here? So I'll turn to my counterpart Shadow if he has uh, the information with him uh, uh, to discuss. Of course the I do. Jeez. So each match is going to go back to like the original Halo for time limit of 12 minutes because the infinite 10 minutes isn't quite enough. The score to win is always going to be 15 points for a 1v1. Um, we're going to have an overtime, just not like a sudden death. We're killing sudden death overtime of three minutes. So if you guys are tied, you have three minutes to either win or just get ahead kind of thing. Uh, for or the- tie if you're in the round robin. Or tie, you know, that works too. <laughs> um, so, for the first round robin, we're going to have assault rifles and pistols and frag grenades for the start. And then we're going to, like later on, when we get to the, the Elite Eight and pass that, we're going to just have battle rifles and frag grenades. That's it. So starting weapons in the round robin are going to be the quick play setup, assault yeah. rifle and pistol starts. And then once we get into the play- the playoff bracket, once we like get the-, the eight finalists and they move on through the playoffs, they will have a battle rifle start, correct? Yes. Very sir. cool. Okay. It's going to be ranked kind of rules kind of thing. All right. Those awesome. secondaries as well to start out with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the weapon racks, the ones that you get off the wall, like everywhere, kind of like uh, shotguns and the commandos and every like kneelers and everything like that. That's all going to be there. Okay. The entire time. But for power weapons, like rocket launchers, sniper rifles, um, like skewers, anything like that, that's gone. We're not having any power weapons. That's just too much. So we're taking out power weapons, but we're leaving the other weapons that spawn on the racks. Yes. Great. Okay. And then this is a big one because this is going to be the the first tournament with equipment because we haven't had equipment since Halo 3 pretty much. So this one, we're going to have the regular equipment, the basic equipment. So like grapple shots, thrusters, um, like all the little ones, um, uh, repulsor and also the, the pinger, ping, ping, the ping, ping. The ping ping. Can't remember what is it? Uh, threat sensor. <laughs> threat sensor. <laughs> oh my god! I just blanked out. I'm just it's like the ping ping, not the ting the ping, ting. ping. I've been playing with Nessa too much. My bad. Nessa's gonna be proud of you. <laughs> so the basic equipment will be there, but the power equipment, like overshields and camo, they're they're gone. We can't. We like if it was only overshields, we would have had no problem. But with camo. Having that amount of time of being invisible and everything like that and forcing people just to kind of hunker down while one person's hiding or something like that, we want people moving. So that's why we're just having, we're just taking out power equipment entirely. That makes sense. I can imagine if somebody were to get the camo, the other person's just going to kind of hide for two minutes because, hey, I can't see where this person's at. It's an automatic. I'm going to get killed. So not having camouflage sort of, um allows people to kind of move a little bit more freely around the map if they want okay yeah we also decided that uh, another reason for not doing the power equipment that i just wanted to bring up too was that uh the equipment doesn't spawn equidistant to the initial spawns 
uh, of each player. Um, the, you know, so one person is going to have an advantage of the other because they're going to get to the power up faster and, you know, that's not all that fair. Yeah. Like we, we, tr we test run this a few times and then like we try like straight on right from spawns, try to get there. One person's already on top of it and the other person's has like another two seconds of running time at least to get there. Kind okay. Of and like. Two seconds doesn't sound like a lot, but like when you're in one v one, it matters, <laughs> especially for the start. Take it from us, we know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so motion tractor or traction, we or we kind of had a little bit of problems with this. We were we're taking the motion tracker off at first, but we decided to like turn it back on just because it seemed to speed up the amount of kills that we got like i think tracks was sitting there like with 33 30 more kills with map motion tracker on and but we want to do that just for the round robins but like as i said beforehand for the round robins we're kind of doing quick play and then for the for the elite eight or the eight finalists we're doing ranked, so then the motion track will be off as well, too. Okay. Okay, cool. A little bit more sweaty. And also, if you suicide, you lose a point. Simple as that. Traditional Halo in that respect. Traditional. Yeah, we're not going to babysit you guys. We're not going to go, okay, well. Oh, you fell off the map? Poor baby. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, what else do we got going on with the tournament here? What about maps? How are we feeling about maps? What maps are, can people expect to see in the 1v1? So we decided, um, obviously we went through all the maps to figure out uh, which ones would be best for 1v1s. And uh, obviously the big team battle ones, you know, high, what is it, fire, fragmentation, high power, and I forget what the other one is. That's Deadlock. Right. Um, those three, obviously, way too big for 1v1s so then we went we came down uh to the seven uh arena you know typical 4v4 arena maps that are in halo infinite um after that we took out behemoth and um launch site because a they have vehicles and b they're too big for 1v1s too i can imagine make, vehicles in a 1v1 i would <laughs> i would make the argument that they're also too big for 4v4s but i digress um so it left us with uh five more maps uh, which we test ran uh, the other night, and we eliminated one of them, Bizarre, uh, just because there weren't, you know, it wasn't as open as we had wanted it to be. Uh, and it was proving pretty difficult to get Cylons on anybody. Uh, so the four maps that we chose uh, for this were Live Fire, uh, Recharge, Streets, and Aquarius. So those are the four maps that we decided on. Um, for all the 1v1s to take place. And the way that it'll work is before the tournament starts, before the round robin starts, um, once we have everybody you know, ready and once we have all everyone registered and everything, um, we'll pick two maps um, out of a hat. Uh, and those will be the two maps that people play in the round robin. And then we'll do the same thing for the bracket. Now the bracket's different in that, you know, instead of everyone playing two games against each other, it's going to be a best of three. So we could possibly have a third game uh, for each matchup. So we'll pick three uh, maps from a hat for that uh, final one. Or, actually, we didn't discuss this, guys, but what we could do is uh, the two maps that aren't chosen for the round robin, we can use those as 
uh, the first two games in the bracket. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. So, anyway, those are the formats that we chose for the 1v1s uh, for this tournament. Okay, cool. Um, how will players be decided what division they end up in? Uh, Shadow, would you like to? Same thing as last few ones. Everything is will be random. Trax is going to find his fattest hat there is, put a whole bunch of little pieces of paper with all of our love notes in it, and then eventually he's just going to pick one out, and then he's going to rig one team to be the death team. I don't rig it. I never rig it. <laughs> but it seems like it every time. But either way, you just, it's just fucking names out of the hat with our love notes, and then that's it. We're going to pick division. We're going to go one. This one's this division. This one's next division. This one's next division. Dun, 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 dun. Down the line, down the line, down the line, down cool. the line. Cool. 15 now, people there. The divisions make sense. It's exciting. Everybody's going to get placed into a division. Do the divisions have names or are they just A, B, C, D, 1, 2, 3, 4? What's going on with the divisions? Shadow, this is all you as well. Like, we're that fucking boring. Come on. We always had, like, kind of, like, dramatic names. But this time, we decided to go off. Well, we've built kind of a community, and we have kind of sayings with the community. So, we decided, why not make the fucking division names the sayings? So, the first division name is Sheesh. Sheesh. Sheesh division. His first, uh, yeah, the Sheesh Division. Second is, oh yeah, the oh yeah Division. <laughs> the next, the third one is Skirt Skirt Do Work. Skirt Skirt Do Work Division. <laughs> and the Division of Death, the one that's going to be with pretty no, no, no. much. Everyone. You can't. You don't know what division it, the Division of Death gonna, is going to be. There is going to be a Division of Death, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There will and, be. I. It always happens, but I just don't know which one it will be. But what's the I final division name? The last one is I'm not safe. <laughs> I'm not safe. <laughs> I'm not safe. That's the final division name. All right, so we got, we got, um, Sheesh, huh, yeah. Skirt, skirt, do work, and I'm not safe. Those are the division names, so you'll be placed into one of those divisions. I kind of want to get, like, division logos. That might be kind of fun. Um, okay, very cool. Um, what about uh, registration? How do people sign up? They hear about the tournament. They go, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. How do, I, uh, how do people register for the tournament? So I'm trying to find it in the notes here. Anyway, I think I got it in my mind. Um, so registration will open up. Do well. Do you want me to tell me? Do you want me to say when it opens up as well? Yeah, you can say when it opens up. Okay. So registration opens up tomorrow, Thursday, January twentieth, and it'll run through Thursday, January twenty seventh. So you have a whole week. Um, and what you can do is you can email Red Spartan Podcast at gmail dot com or in the Red Spartan Halo podcast Discord server, if you, you know, would rather do this way or not, uh, or not, um, there will be a tournament channel in the server, and you know, you can just basically say, you know, I want to play, and we'll get you in. All right, perfect. So they can send an email to redspartanpodcast at gmail.com or they can do it in the Discord under a uh, channel that's going to be created called Tournament Registration. And in there, they can literally say, hey, I want to play in this tournament. And then their name will be added to the uh, player list. Okay. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, is there anything else that we didn't cover here? Oh, can we go over dates? Yeah. So, uh, again, dates for registration, um, January 20th through the 27th. Uh, we will start the round robin tournament. Um, the round robin portion will take two weeks. We'll have a two week window for everybody to get their games in. Uh, that'll start February 3rd and run through February 17th. Um, and then the tournament uh, Elite Eight bracket uh, or whatnot, um, I believe we'll have the quarterfinals on that Saturday, February 19th. Um, that'll take place during the community night. And then um the semifinals and finals will happen the week after saturday february 26th again at the time of the community night okay all right so these nights will start at 9 p.m then just like they do on community night and um okay very cool so i just want to clarify something here for the round robin everybody will be put into a division you will have to schedule your games with the other people who are in their division so for instance if shadow real mystery fire mage and myself are in a division i will happen. reach out to shadow and say hey shadow are you available tomorrow night let's play our two games and then shadow and i will get together and play our two games the wins losses kills and deaths do need to be uh relayed back to uh myself myself um because i didn't talk to anybody else about taking in this information so for right now it'll be me uh you'll give me the info hey uh i beat shadow once he beat me once the first score was this the second score was this these are the kills and deaths um that's exactly how we'll record all of our information okay and then after that, when you get to Elite Eight, then everything's kind of scheduled. Right. Yeah. For the Elite Eight and onward, it will be – what are the dates again, Fire Mage? What are the two uh, Saturdays? Uh, Saturday, February 19th, and Saturday, February 26th. The 19th and 26th. So do not register if you're not going to be around on the 19th or the 26th because if you make it out of the group stage, you're going to need to be available those two Saturdays. Do not register if you can't make those two Saturdays. Gravy? Gravy. 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 Uh, also, a side thing. This is a plus of watching the live stream. Registration starts tomorrow, Thursday. But guess what? If you're a live stream viewer, you can register right now. So you can send an email to redspartanpodcast.gmail.com or find it on the Discord. I already created the channel and put a thing in there. So let us know that you want to play and you will be added. Registration starts tonight. Tonight. Breaking news uh, for anybody who's here for the live stream. So that's a plus of being in the live stream. You get access to stuff like that all right very cool guys are we missing anything is there anything else that we need to go over i don't think so i think we covered everything i think we did too uh mystery is there anything we're missing do you have any questions no i don't have any questions that sounds pretty straightforward to me okay great all right hey fire mage and shadow i'm gonna ask you guys to back out here thank you so much for joining us and letting us know what's going on with the tournament and we'll definitely have you guys back uh each week for a, a little update about the tournament oh uh actually one question rebel i will just post the uh pc players welcome wow. and we didn't even think about that though we didn't even think about that hmm. um yeah why not fuck it why yeah. not? Why not? <laughs> well, 
well, yeah, why not? We'll see how it goes. You know, Jimmy was playing on PC the other day. He, that, that's true. He blew. He sucked. Yeah, he, so, he said that he needed a controller. You're good at Halo or you're not good at Halo. I don't know if it's really going to make a difference whether or not you're on mouse or keyboard or on controller, at least in our community. I mean, we have no professionals here, so. That's true. Not to take a shot at everybody. But look, the, the whole point of this is kind of like, a, it's like a beer league, right? Like that's the kind of feel that we're going for. So I really want to encourage everybody to sign up and register. This is not like life or death. Oh my God, this tournament. Like I, I, I can't register because everybody's going to be really, really good. Like this is supposed to be fun, at least the round robin stage. Okay, it gets kind of serious as the tournament goes on. But in the round robin stage, we have fun. People drink. You people normally get into the party chat with each other and just talk and get to know each other. So walk around. Yeah, this is really a, a community. I want it to be fun. I want it to be kind of light. It gets turned on a little bit later on when it gets more serious, but at least initially it's a lot of fun. So I, I definitely yeah. want to see uh, the Lady Spartans show up. I definitely want to see anybody who shows up for community night. I want you to come out. Anybody who's listening kind of like, ah, I don't know if I would really be good in a tournament. doesn't matter. We want you there. We want you there. We want to hang out with you. We want to say hi to you. So please come and hang out. Um, and we'll give little updates about the tournament as time goes on. And then uh, we might even do uh, longer in-depth um, tournament-specific episodes um, You know that we'll mark in the podcast feed so that way people know what's going on. All right. All right. Very cool. Uh, Fire Mage Shadow, guys, thank you so much for being here. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Anything – anybody have anything else? Feels like we were just here to do, like, the top ten from Letterman or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of were, except for it's just tournament. All right, <laughs> guys, thank you for being here. And uh, Mystery, let's get on with the show. All right, so that wraps up the show. Um, 30 minutes in, this is the shortest podcast. Ever. No, nah, that doesn't wrap up the show. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what do you think? Are you excited for this, Mystery? I, Are you going to play I'm or are you really not going to play? I'm just... I it depends on it actually depends on the announcements that are happening tomorrow. I I don't know if the theater is opening up. If okay. the theater if the theater is opening up, I cannot guarantee that I'd be able to make it for both of those nights on the Elite Eight. That's fair. That, you know what I mean? Sure. That's literally the only concern I have. Okay. Right. So um, yeah, I don't know. It depends on when we open up again and so on and so forth. And we're supposed to be getting some kind of reopening announcement tomorrow okay. on the news at some point. So hopefully I'll have a better idea. Assuming we don't open up by the time the tournament starts, you can bet I'll be there. But, you know, beyond that, we'll have to kind of see. Yeah, that's fair. Closer to the end of the registration date. That's definitely fair. Um, what was I about to say here? Um, Are you going to be registering, sir? I, I'm still kind of torn on this. I don't know. Look, I, I want to commentate the games. I want to be able to, um, you know, let people know, you know, like I, I'm going to be streaming all the games in, for the playoffs, right? Um, and I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth because part of me wants to do it because like I haven't, I played in a Halo 5 tournament years and years and years ago. I haven't done anything with Halo Infinite uh if you know uh, um uh, anything like this so i'm i'm so excited by it and i kind of want to do it and i think that there are people in the tournament who have gotten a lot better um and i think that they might be able to um i don't know i think there's some people who, who would be able to take me whereas in halo 5 I, I really felt like when i was at my best i don't know 
Um, I, f I felt really pretty damn good, if I'm being <laughs> honest. I'm at the peak in Halo 5. I'm not signing up for the 1v1 tournament in Halo Infinite. I don't feel like I'm at my peak yet. <laughs> well, no, look, I didn't play in any of the other tournaments in Halo 5. I'm saying maybe I'll do Halo Infinite because... Look, it's not fun if I host a tournament and I end up winning. Like, that's not fun for anybody. And it just looks really bad. So I don't think that I want to do that. So you're telling me that somebody needs to work a little bit harder just to take you down? Is that what it is? I would say that when it comes to Halo Infinite, it is a new game. It is a new... Uh, the, the slate is clean, and I have seen some people... Um, clearly benefit from the mechanics in the game style of halo infinite and they've gotten a lot better and i don't know if i'm one of those people oh, oh, oh okay so we we flip the tables here now that means you're not good enough to play in the 1v1 tournament um <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna answer that yeah you're right it's a trap i'm not gonna call it out it's a trap <laughs> it sounded like a trap it definitely was it definitely was <laughs> I will call it. I'll call it for what it is. <laughs> Dude, what do we have to talk about today? Oh, hey, did you end up watching the Spider-Man movies? I did watch the Spider-Man movies. You finished them? Uh, I did watch all of the. Um, I did watch them. I got the. I, okay, I didn't watch all the Marvel ones. So okay. I watched the Andrew Garfield movies, both of those. Okay. And I watched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, ready for this? I finished Ant-Man. Uh, okay. And then the next movie up was Spider-Man Homecoming. So I got Spider-Man Homecoming in. So you didn't watch Civil War? Oh, I did watch Civil War. I watched Civil War okay. too. Okay. I was going to say, how did you go from Ant-Man straight, <laughs> straight to Homecoming when Spider-Man was introduced in Civil War? <laughs> um, I, I, uh, no, no. I definitely watched Civil War. Um might have been i i don't know if i really like that one civil war civil war you didn't like i don't know that's interesting that's interesting I... civil war is one of the favorites is it it's yeah civil war is definitely one of the favorites for sure uh, maybe i'm a weirdo then you know what i did <laughs> i felt bad for captain america because it was like a captain america's you know civil war right but it felt like an avengers movie where everybody was just mad at each other Okay. So I felt like it wasn't really a Captain America movie. You just thought it was like Avengers, like, I don't know, 3.0 or It totally could have been, it, it totally could have been the third Avengers movie and called Avengers Civil War. Avengers Civil War? I, I can, I can agree. I can agree with that. Um, I get that it kind of focused around Bucky, but. Yeah, people yeah. underestimate the amount of Cap that's in there because it's, it's mostly around the side of Captain America and what he's like he's pursuing and like all that stuff right. right and i get that he's like the head of the avengers too so right i get that but uh, i'm more curious on your thoughts on andrew garfield as spider-man now okay so a hundred percent very clearly very easily andrew garfield is my favorite spider-man oh interesting your, your favorite spider-man my favorite spider-man and my favorite Peter Parker, for sure. Okay, okay. So he's now your your favorite Peter Parker. He's my favorite Peter Parker. He's my favorite Spider-Man. Um, I listened to some interviews and stuff that like he had done like prior to the movie, and it sounded like he did far more wanting to be like Spider-Man in the comics, mm -hmm. um, especially than Tobey Maguire. So 
that was kind of like a bonus for me. Like he was really trying to embody the character, not necessarily just do his own take on Spider-Man. And okay. so for that, I really, you know, kind of like appreciated what he brought to the table. I didn't like the Spider-Man suit in the first one, but for some reason, I guess it looked a little bit different in the second movie and it looked a little bit better. I think they had to like change the suit design a little bit for the first movie just because like, oh, we just finished, you know, the Tobey Maguire movie. Yeah, so I didn't like the way it looked. Use it. Looked very um, alieny, like an alien. Yeah, yeah. It looked like yeah. It definitely didn't look exactly homemade, but it looked kind of like homemade. It, it's so weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> it's so it's it is so weird. But yeah, no, they definitely uh they definitely did better with the suit in Amazing Spider-Man Two for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm yeah. curious on your thoughts on the Amazing Spider-Man Two because that one's quite the oh. controversial one. If oh. you will. heartbreaking, man! Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking is the one that you thought of. So you didn't think it was a like particularly quote unquote bad movie, as most people probably. I didn't would think probably. so at all. I did not think so, think at, so all. at all. I really liked how the the villain was set up. I liked because I don't know if I've ever seen a villain yet in any of these comic book movies where they are a giant fan of the hero and then kind of right. like turn on the hero i liked how you know what i i felt like it was believable i liked how he was a huge fan of spider-man mm -hmm. became obsessive mm -hmm. and then when he didn't get the response that he wanted he mm -hmm. got angry about it Mm -hmm. But then Spider-Man was still able to kind of like calm him down. Like, hey, man, no, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. And then like everybody who's so scared of this villain mm -hmm. is like taking shots at him and trying to kill him because they don't understand him. And then there's Spider-Man trying to like almost like like um, trying to like calm down like a like a child almost, you know. Right. And it was right. just to me, it was very believable. Um, maybe one thing I didn't love about the movie was the uh green goblin ah okay okay aesthetically i really didn't like the way that he looked okay um and i i get his motivations but it didn't really make sense okay so there's a scene where he takes spider man uh spider venom and he's like dying and he just gets an idea to crawl into a suit that somehow fixes him none of that Quite really made any sense in, to me right yeah exactly yeah oh. so i think that that was probably like the only thing in the movie i was like uh, okay i'm i'm going to go ahead and forgive this movie for that because i understand that they were probably in the writer's room and they're like i don't know how to explain this so let's just kind of do it <laughs> So that that itself is my problem with the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I get mostly, it. It's mostly just the the quote unquote, and I I know I say this a lot, but the shoehorning in of Harry Osborn and that chemistry that they were trying to get with Peter and Harry, and then the whole like you know the whole Green Goblin shenanigans. Um, I thought that was the weakest point of the movie, and if it got cut out and maybe like you know modified a little bit more where instead of trying to do what they did with the harry osborne maybe just try to have him integrate in peter's life a little bit more as opposed to just going straight to villain yeah maybe have him as like a friend in that movie and right. then and bring then him in as a villain in the next one maybe exactly i think that probably would have been better that way you can have more focus on electro as as the villain and like trying I, to deal yeah. with electro i thought right? that electro was a strong enough villain to carry that movie by himself i didn't feel like you needed another villain it definitely felt like it was like this weird kind of side story just to explain why gwen stacy was going to end up dying and it was like spoilers yeah i'm sorry <laughs> but like you totally could have killed her with electro 
he could have shot out a thing and it hit her or hit the tower and then she falls down and then spider-man like you could have done the exact same thing so with peter going run in the t- run in there and then he beats himself up because he told her to run in there like you could do all the guilt you could do her don- you could do everything right, still right. with electro you didn't you, need you, you could what i really <laughs> liked about that particular scene that you're talking about is just yeah you have this fight between the two best friends of course in the clock tower right but while he's fighting and of course when he's kind of dangling there this man is literally trying to stop time by putting his foot in the gears and trying to stop the clock tower from moving forward kind of thing like the theme of that i thought that was probably like a really strong point in that particular scene Um, and like the whole theme the whole theme of like peter parker and gwen stacy like how peter parker and gwen stacy are running out of time to be with each other because she wants to go out to you know london and goes i think it was study in london right or something like that um and so on and so forth so like yeah i i don't know i i thought amazing like, I, a lot of people like they really hammer on amazing spider-man 2 but i think it's much better than people think <laughs> yeah i i liked it a lot i think you know what i really like about going through the spider-man movies this time is like i don't have any of aside from spider-man 3 i knew the reception of spider-man 3 aside from spider-man 3 i didn't know how people felt about these movies so i felt like i felt like i was kind of able to go into them sort of like clear-minded very blindly yeah that's so cool and i was able to kind of give them all a chance without having anybody say oh my god it was terrible except for spider-man 3 which i thought was better than what people described partly because i had the lowest expectations for that movie i think the peak of uh, spider-man swinging was definitely in the amazing spider-man 2 yeah the yeah. peak sure. like it for was sure. amazing in that um even small details like they went into like research and trying to set up how to set up you know like the 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 wrinkles in the clothes when when he's fighting or when he's doing action so when he's like yeah. you know swinging you can see like the little bit of like the the cloth wrinkles as he's soaring through the sky and so on and so forth that amount of detail is absolutely crazy yeah uh, i i liked it a lot you know what scene i really liked probably it might have been my favorite scene in any of the spider-man movies so far is when electro is going crazy and then spider-man and the fire department splash him with the water and then oh, yeah. and then he's, he's, he's wearing the, the fire, fire helmet yeah. he's like oh way to go guys like that <laughs> for whatever reason i just thought that was really funny i think i rewinded it and watched that scene like three or four times because i was just cracking up about it i i really like the way that he uh played that character i really do yeah even the even that scene where like uh where electro is about to like you know just use his electricity on the railing and like he had to that was to a neat scene him. yeah that was so cool just like oh god one of my one of my web shooters are blow are, are blowing what am i gonna how am i gonna deal with this and he had to go very cleverly kind of just use his thumb to kind of split the web and so on and so forth yeah they i didn't mind good. those just, yeah, i didn't mind those scenes at all i thought yeah. that they were like the spidey sense scenes is like how i think of them i thought that it was really neat yeah yeah um under uh, the other thing uh paul giamatti's rhino oh man <laughs> Paul Giamatti is such a great actor, and then they kind of just they kind of just threw him throw him in there just just cause. I like that ending scene. That that was I thought kind of moving. Like that little kid goes out there standing in the right. Spider Man costume, you know, and right. like I don't know, maybe it's cliche, but I actually really thought that um, that was like a really cool scene. I really I really liked it. Yeah, that, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. 
Okay. I um, hope they I, make I, a third one. If I'm being honest, of any more Spider-Man movies, I really want to see an, an Amazing Spider-Man three. I really want to see Andrew Garfield return to they, that character. They were definitely setting up a Sinister Six, um, in that movie. Um, if you remember seeing like the gentleman walking by, and you can see the vulture wings, you can see the Doctor Octopus tentacles, you can see Rhino's suit, and so on and so forth. Oh. They were, they were really setting up. The Sinister Six being oh, uh, a big thing in the Amazing Spider-Man. I did not understand that. Okay, and that's why you have movies like Morbius coming out right now. Uh, Morbius maybe being like a part of a potential Sinister Six or something like that, you know. And you have a uh, like a Craven the Hunter movie that's in talks of being made. A Black Cat and Silver Sable movie, like all these things are all by in, Sony. In the, all by Sony. So like there's the the current the current thing is they're thinking that they might do like a huge Sinister Six kind of universe kind of movie. Well, that would be thing. I I would I think that I could enjoy that. Um, I really want to see Andrew Garfield's Spider Man and Tom Hardy's Venom in the same movie. <laughs> that would be cool, huh? <laughs> I think that really would be cool. amazing. I, oh, God, I think that would be really cool. Now, is Venom rated R? Is that something that just can't happen? No, no. Venom is... Well, he's... I mean, he should... Like, ideally, he should be rated R. But uh, they got him on PG-13 for both Venom and Venom 2. Well, there we go. Let's get Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man and Venom in the same movie. I, I would really, really dig that. But, yeah. Anyways... I just wanted to hear your thoughts on Amazing Spider-Man 2. I know that one is a pretty controversial one. Yeah, I like that um, overall, I think. Um, and then Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, I liked Homecoming. I liked uh, Michael Keaton as the Vulture. I liked Michael Keaton as the Vulture a lot. I loved the Vulture. I think that was my favorite thing about that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily love how the Marvel Cinematic Universe just decided to do all their own things with spider-man in a way like look i appreciate not having to watch uncle ben die for a hundredth time (laughs) um but aunt may being like a 35 year old was a little bit weird to me um mj being introduced at the end of the movie and obviously not having red hair was a little bit weird to me spider-man having like a friend who is kind of like his computer guy or whatever it feels much more MCU than it feels Spider-Man. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Tom Holland, and I liked his version of Spider-Man. I mean, he he did a lot of the same things that I liked about um, Andrew Garfield. And I kind of imagine you like him most as Peter Parker because he wasn't cool, but he wasn't a complete loser the way that um, um, Tobey Maguire was. Am I right in that? Is Tom Holland your favorite Peter Parker? I am not on the bandwagon for that one, unfortunately. Oh. I'm still Tobey Maguire as my favorite. Right, well, Peter Parker. He was still nerdy. Um, Tom Holland. I, like right now, in my head, he's still too kiddish. Um, too he's too childish. Um, for like a for like a teenager. It you know it. I don't know why it just didn't. It didn't too really, immature even for a, a high school student. Even. You no, know, but it wasn't even immature as much as it was just he's a kid, like a little, like a very little kid, you know. Not even it didn't feel, it didn't even feel like he, he felt like he was like ten years old or something, you know. Okay. Not a thirteen year old or a fourteen year old. Um, but you know that could change. I'm just oh. gonna say that. that oh, could okay. Change. Okay, and like future Spider-Man movies, you're saying? Yes, in future Spider-Man movies, that could okay. change. Um. 
I don't want to go into too much. Yeah, no, thank you. That's a, that's totally okay. Is the next Spider-Man movie after Avengers Endgame? Yes. Ugh. Okay. Yes. Well, it'll be a while um, until so I watch it. So you have... Um, so Doctor he Strange. He was introduced in Civil War. Right. Um, Spider-Man was. And then after that, he was, he had his own film. Um, and then after that, he went on to Infinity War and Endgame. And then he was in Far From Home. Okay. That makes sense. Right. So those are the appearances you'll see him in. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, let's talk about Halo. <laughs> yep. Halo. That's the thing we're talking about. Right? That is the thing yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, look, this week we only spent 15 minutes on Spider-Man, so that's pretty good. Um, we try, I tried to make it quick. I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to make it quick. <laughs> I thought you did very well. I thought you did very well. So we have a tournament coming up. I'm super excited about that. Um, in the meantime, we got a couple things going on with Halo right now. Halo's gotten some pushback about their store and everything like that. And I guess it went live today. They dropped the prices in the store. Um, have you taken a look at that? I'm actually going to pull it up right now because I don't know off the, the top of my... The price drops themselves? Yeah. Um, I know you guys were looking at it last night. Um... I, w I didn't actually look at it myself, to be honest with you, um, but that is something that the that I, I did remember reading in an article beforehand. Yeah. Is um they've been they've been wanting to um very specifically like you know kind of work not work, work work with us as in like the community and try to find like hey uh, if we drop the price to this you know what are we like what what should you be getting kind of thing like yeah that kind of stuff and how should we organize it and so on and so forth. Um. It's a weird thing to me because. I don't know why they're communicating. I mean, I guess I get why they're communicating it. I was going to say, like, prices should naturally change depending on if people are, you know, if, if people are buying them or not, right? Like, if you go ahead and you come out with a store and you go, like, okay, people are barely buying anything. Like, yeah, lower your prices because maybe it's a little bit too high there. Um, it's also hard to come up with prices because not all cosmetic items are created equal and they don't all speak to everybody. So mm -hmm. if you have a, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but you might have a certain kind of look that some people really enjoy and that others don't. And you like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to figure out the pricing thing, but it sounds like right now, at least they kind of lowered the cost of everything. Now I bought something last night. I bought a Ooh, pack. What'd you get? I got the, this like neon pack. It's called neon Superfly. Oh, okay. Uh, for the event that's happening right now, for right? the event that's happening right now. Yeah. Okay, okay. I really like the, um, what are these things called? Armor coating. I like the mm -hmm. armor coatings and then I like the vehicle skins. Uh, okay, what I, is that that's the it's like black and like blue and pink mostly or black with a little bit of like a neon pink and a little bit of a neon blue okay okay i think it's pretty sharp looking i like it so i got it um and it looks like today it's up here for 1200 i don't remember what it was yesterday i think it might have been 1500 so i don't know how much they really dropped by i don't think they dropped by that much um but they did drop so you know they will they'll get some more feedback what do you think about this store there mystery have you bought anything from the store do you care about the store do you not pay for cosmetics how do you feel about any of this? I, I i have bought something from the store it's the fire and ice pack that happened uh during the um during the christmas event uh the winter contingency event 
Um, I liked the like the light blue and white uh, uh weapon skins that they had for the um for the bulldog and the sniper. And that's okay. that's literally the only reason why I bought it. And I was upset to find out that I couldn't like, you know, just buy the individual things that I wanted from the bundle. I had to buy the whole bundle. The whole bundle. Yeah. Um. I would have loved to have just you know bought the, just the individual weapon skins uh, for the bulldog and the sniper rifle. Right. Um, because that's all I'm using out of it. I'm not even using the rest of it. I just use those two things. Um, I'm surprised that they don't show like a, usually a bundle means it's a bunch of items that like you can get individually, but if you bundle it together, you get it cheaper. I feel that's kind of like always the thought that I've had about bundles. So I'm surprised that there's not an individual purchase price that's maybe more expensive, but then, you know, you're able to buy, like if you just wanted the AR skin, you would be able to buy the AR skin. I'm surprised that they don't have that feature. They sort of force you to buy a whole bunch of stuff that maybe you don't want when you just want one item or so. And um, I feel like that, that would be a little bit more player focused if they allow you to, you know, pick, pick and choose kind of what you, you want. want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I'm a little annoyed with when it comes to the store is what they, what they call or what they put in the bundle. Cause like when you look at the bundle and you open it, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. There's eight items in here. But then you realize five of like almost five of those eight items are like the stickers or whatever that goes onto the car. And then it goes onto your, your, your Spartan ID or like, you, you know, all that stuff. Like it's just a copy of that over and over again, but this one right. goes on your weapon, but this one goes on your vehicle, but this one goes on your Spartan, but this one goes, you know what I mean? Um, that it, I, I feel like it, that alone is just like, mm, I wish I kind of got more out of the bundle instead of like one weapon skin, uh, one armor coating, and then five of these emblems. Yeah. There's the, the thing that goes on different things. You know? There's a bundle right now called the neon beat. And in this bundle is a myth or it's a, there's an effect where you, I guess you spawn and there's like this kind of grid Tron looking, Tron looking kind of thing. There's like a, uh, a, a cyber kind of visor. And then it's literally one, two, three, four other stickers that go on uh, your armor, on your emblem, mm -hmm. on your warthog and yeah. on something else. Your yeah. Pistol. So like, yeah, you see, you see what I mean by like the amount of cluttering that they're putting in that right. most of it's the same thing. Right. Um, it's it's like, the same design. It's not a different design. It's right. the same design. Just like that's a sticker, bro, that I kind of should be able to put on whatever I want, but I get that you're calling it six different items because it goes on six different things, Six different things. Exactly. I mean, at that point, like, do you want to just make, you know, make it available for every single vehicle and available for like every single weapon? And then just, you know, oh, this is a bundle. We have 26 items in this bundle and they're all the sticker. You know? Yeah, that is kind of weird. I would think that you would have just like, well, I mean, I guess this is how they organized it. But I am. I suppose so. That. I suppose so. But it would have been nice to like maybe maybe get different stickers uh, available. Um, instead of like, oh, let's have five stickers all the same right. on all the different things. Yeah. I I think that for the shop, I, look, there's a couple things that I want. One, I want all the skins. Actually, I, I still have a problem with the whole system of cosmetics and everything like that. Not, not even specifically the shop, but if I'm trying to just stay with the shop, um, I'd say that I would really like to see the bundles done differently, you know, options to individually to purchase individual items within the bundles. Um, and then I think like, 
I don't know, maybe more of a rotation. It says that this refreshes every Tuesday. So it looks like you basically have a week to get whatever's in this store and then it refreshes. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I get, I get the timed limit, right? Like if you allow people to buy it whenever, then they're not going to go ahead and rush and go like, okay, well, I'm going to buy the Neon Superfly right now. They're going to go, well, I'll buy the Neon Superfly kind of like whenever I want because it's always going to be in the store. But I, I wonder, like there have been times that I've probably not even looked at the store for a week. And I'm wondering if there was like some really cool red armor that I wish I could have had. Maybe they'll bring it back, but I kind of... That's also true. We don't even know if it'll come back. Right. I, I don't even know if it'll come back. The other thing I don't like is I hate seeing armor that you can only purchase in the store show up as a locked option when I'm customizing my Spartan. Like, if you want to show armor that I can unlock in game and say, hey, look, this is locked and here's how you unlock it. You unlock it by playing campaign on legendary okay cool if you have an item that you say even with the battle pass let's say i bought the battle pass and you go hey here's armor that you can unlock but it's at battle pass level 60 okay fine but to show me armor that is locked that i can only get in the store i don't like the way that that feels and i get hey man let's show them what their spartan would look like with the stuff that's in the store mm -hmm. i just don't I don't I really don't like that. I really don't like that, especially when I don't even have the option of purchasing it if I wanted it. Oh, I see what you mean. So like you're like it, saying that like, okay, uh right now the, the the one pack that I bought or the bundle that I bought, let's assume that it has, I don't know, like a Spartan core, like a Spartan piece. Uh-huh. Shoulder pieces or something in it, right? And now it's not available in the store, right? Uh you're saying that in the customization or in the armor hall you can still see it as a locked item? Correct. Like, okay. when I had, and, and maybe it's only for the time that it's in the store, so I, I might be wrong here. And if that's the case, I don't necessarily hate that. But before I purchased the Neon Superfly bundle, I saw this armor coating locked up. I saw mm -hmm. it locked when I was looking for my color because I purchased credits, but I thought that I was purchasing the bundle. So after I purchased credits, I go to like put my armor on. And I'm like, why is this saying it's locked? Well, it's locked because I never purchased it. I only purchased credits. I never used the credits to purchase oh, the armor. Anyway, right, so right. I saw it in here, and I was like, well, why, why can I even see it? I don't know if I like that. Um, I'm looking at some of the armor coatings that are locked up right now. Here's the blue and white one, I imagine. Uh, that bundle that you bought, can you tell me the name of the blue and white armor? Uh, The blue and white armor? Yeah, didn't you say that you bought blue and white, or was that just oh, it weapon had, skins? It, had, it was just the weapon skins. The uh, the armor bundle that I got, um, it had it's a it was like an Iron Man looking like red and yellow weapon, uh, uh, our Spartan skin. Okay, so I can see that right now, Vermilion fire, fire, and it's yeah, locked. Hence the fire, yeah, exactly. And then the other one is ice, um, and the ice was for the weapons. Gotcha. Uh, here's the ice. Okay, so the, here's the bundle with the Iron Man skin, not the right. bundle. Here's the armor coating. I'm looking at it. I look down to see how to unlock it and just says, stay tuned for more details. Like, that's not helpful. It's not helpful at all. Like, you're just showing me this armor. I have no way of getting it, but I can see it. 
Yeah, I wonder how that would work. Would they have to like update it every single time though? Like every time the new one cycles in, they'd have to like update it. It's like, okay, well, this is not available right now, so let's just take it out right now for the uh yeah, take the it customization out. purposes. Or but does that imply that you'd have to do like a, let's say a ten megabyte update every single time, every single Tuesday, just just to cycle all those the stuff in the shop? Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, because it's all until the way I understand it, it's all kind of like it's all in the in the in the program itself, right? Maybe, maybe I don't know enough. I mean, it is. It is also. I mean, there is some cloud-based stuff. Hence, the store. It's not like anytime they update the store, you have to update the game. Right. So I don't know how far that goes into the menus, though, for us, for a customization for us. Right. Here's another issue that I have. I went to the Mark V armor. Okay, the coding that I bought doesn't work for Mark V armor. It only works for the Mark Seven and then for the Samurai armor. Okay. There's a weapon coding right now, or there's a Spartan coding right now called Vermilion Wrath, which is the same Iron Man looking one that I have with my Mark VII armor. So <laughs> you can have your neon Superfly one that I have, and it works for Mark VII and for the Samurai armor. And then I'm looking at Vermilion Wrath, which works for the Mark VII and the Mark V. So for no specific reason, just arbitrary, however they want it, I, I, I don't like some armor coatings work for both mark 7 and 5 and other ones are only designated for mark 7 it's so i'm so sick of this mark 7 mark 5 uh the distinction that they're making I, yeah. I hate it i absolutely hate it yeah that's i i yeah that, can we get rid of the armor hall altogether and just allow us to customize any way we would like with the spartan even if that means having like the samurai helmet and like another chest piece from halo reach and like i don't know like you know our leg pieces be something from another you know another armor set the vermilion flame is also available available for the samurai armor so there's one armor coating that works for your mark 5 7 and the samurai there's one that i just bought that only works for mark 7 and the samurai not for mark 5 for no reason other than an arbitrary difference mm. come on guys that's uh that's pretty that's pretty upsetting that, that's really upsetting I mean, the, for the most part, like, when I'm looking at the store, I'm just glancing at the store saying, like, okay, th this looks kind of cool, and if I like it enough, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it, but... Yeah, but then you I, gotta I find out if it even game. works for your Spartan that you have. And that's a detail that I guess is not really uh, explained too much on, you know? Like, it's, uh, do, do you even see that in the bundle itself? That, like, like where is it shown that's like, oh, this is specifically for Mark Seven. This is specifically for Mark V. Yeah, so in the same way that they give you a different sticker for, for every gun, uh, they also have an armor coding for different armor. So here, for the Neon Superfly armor right now in the store, it says Neon Superfly for the... Uh, is it in small writing? I can't remember. Yeah, it's right below it. It says Uri, Uri. Like here's the armor coding for the Uri armor. Here's the armor coding for the Mark Seven, and Mark Five just isn't there. Hmm. Then weapon coding, assault rifle, weapon coding, battle rifle. Then it says vehicle coding. It doesn't even tell you what vehicle it is. I mean, you can see it that it's the Wasp, but they don't describe it in the description. Then the warthog, that's not even in the description. <laughs> so bizarre, dude. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who came up with this? I haven't a clue, but I hope that they can get some of that stuff kind of fixed or further clarified. At least. <laughs> I think this store needs a lot more help than just 
purchasing items or, or, or purchasing like price like than just the price i think i think the store needs a lot more help than just i i i don't is know what to do is there a game store that you can compare it to that you know that might be a bit better that they can kind of be like oh okay this is we can take some tips from here oh, I mean, it, look it's a great question the only other game the only other comparable one that i can think about where i actually bought a bunch of stuff from is the fortnite store Okay, and how does that one work? Fortnite's a little bit easier because you don't have a Mark V, Mark VII, all that shit. Um, but the skins are relegated to how they are, right? Like you can't change out helmets and stuff like that. You can't change. You like you don't. Different skins have like different tiers. So for a while, I was running this cowgirl skin. Okay. And there were like different levels to the skin. So like after a while, like she she starts out. She starts out a certain way, and then I don't know how it is. I don't know if it's the more times that you play with it or, or how it unlocks or whatever. But basically, all of a sudden, like, she unlocks, like, more things to her outfit or whatever. Um, so are you saying, like, it's kind of, like, its own mini battle pass, so to speak? Like Maybe. I just kind of forget what you had to do to get up in to, like, get the final form or whatever. Form. Yeah, it's not Dragon Ball Z here, is it? <laughs> I mean, this is my final maybe a little form. bit. Let me see if I could find this on the internet real quick. Let me go to Google. <laughs> Google. That's okay. That 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 that's interesting. Um, so how would you feel about? Okay, let's take let's take Cowgirl, that as an example. Fortnite. Um, we'll take we'll buy a. You're you're setting yourself up for like some really weird pictures right now. <laughs> Um, are you in incognito mode just to be safe? You know? I am not. They're ranking the skins. Oh, there's a bunch of different cowgirl skins. My cowgirl okay. skin was Calamity, which is ranked number two on their list. Um, Calamity? Ah, uh, Calamity, the one who started it all, an integral part of season six storyline and cause of some questionable glitches. Seeing her slowly evolve from basic cowgirl to badass monster slayer was epic. Um, but they don't show... Yeah, so like, there's like different tears i guess but it doesn't show here exactly how to move up they couldn't create a cow pun for that one calamity maybe like a something calf related like a cow yeah calf cowlamity is that what, what you would want calamity calamity um, <laughs> but yeah man they don't they you know they may don't do that um i don't know do would you like to see the store expanded? Right now we have how many items? I I I believe you have uh, you have it open right now. There's um, there's one two three four five tiles. Okay. They all say bundle on them, so there's no specific items that you can even see here. It's they're Is all that correct? bundles. There are sometimes specific items though. Now there right? might be, but at least right now it's all bundles. Because uh, I could have sworn I've seen a couple of times where, like, you know, it's just the cat ears, or it's just the daisy rose, or could it's be. just the deep bag for the weapon charms and so on. Oh, and so the forth. middle, t the middle tile is a daily tile. Today, oh, so, okay, so that one changes. Today, that one is called Citrus Ink, and it's a warthog skin, a mongoose skin, <laughs> and a windshield. <laughs> In a windshield? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you could customize the windshields. What? Oh, yeah, let me look at the normal windshield. Okay, so this windshield 
It, a in windshield Paris, or a visor? No, dude, this is a windshield, bro. It says UNSC at the top. What? Yeah, this okay. is the, the DAC windshield armor. So it's armor for your windshield. But it doesn't do anything. It just looks different. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, dude. so I mean, like, me personally, uh, in regards to the store, it would be nice if they kind of you know cleaned up a little bit of the bundles by like okay saying like okay here's the emblem or here's the sticker or whatever and you can apply it to you know um all, all your vehicles or or these specific weapons right but just leave it as one slot don't make it four slots right and see if you can like add other things that other stickers or other like armor armor shaders or something in there um that could be available and make that a bundle instead of making it a, a one like one shader or one armor shader one weapon shader and then like seven stickers of the same thing right i'm not even sure if that's even worth it to me you know i don't know I, I mean there's so many issues with the armor hall it's like my brain can't even get to the store and what the store needs to do a lot differently because i'm so stuck on the way that all of this is even applied to the armor right that's true too yeah exactly the, the the fact that and 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 I'm sure Nessa's probably said it several times in the chat the fact that she can't attach her scar or scarf to her her kitty her kitty ears if I'm correct scarf uh, and the kitty ears yeah like yeah, uh, again they... uh, an arbitrary you have armor coatings that can work for everything you have armor attachments that work across the board why do you not have like why is there still this Mark Five Mark Seven distinction. Um, does that apply to the new uh, cyber uh, cyber stuff? Um, Let's take a look and find out. Okay, so what is? Do we remember what the event is called this week? The cyber 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 showdown. Cyber showdown. Okay, yeah. So there was a new event that happened that starts this week. Um, the cyber showdown, and that has a couple of new co cool customization stuff. Like I think there is a neon uh, mohawk or. Yeah, the neon mohawk. There's a neon mohawk. There's also another another bright uh, visor attachment. It's like a hologram visor in front of your visor. Correct. I can't find that in the in the. I unlocked it. I can't find it. So real quick, okay. there I've is a legendary visor uh, in the neon superfly store that only works for Mark Seven armor. It does not work for Mark Five helmets. Wait, say that again. There's a visor that you can buy. In store. Called Will-O-Wisp. That's a Pokemon move. But go on. <laughs> and it, I think I'm kidding. <laughs> it's No, I don't think you're kidding. And it only is available for Mark 7 armor, not Mark 5 armor. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see how that looks. It's bright blue. Now, I bought... Let me see. I, I don't even know where, where where do we even find armor attachments? Uh, helmet attachments, uh, I should say. Helmet attachments is, isn't it in the Spartan customization oh, for the helmet? You have to click in and then hit RB. Or that too. Oh, I see. So, okay, here's here's another thing that's gonna drive me nuts. Can I tell you this thing that's about to drive me nuts? Go on. I click on my helmet. Okay. I click on my helmet again. Okay. It says hit RB for your helmet attachments. I click okay. RB for my attachments. Okay. There is a, a a little I don't know camera. There's a sunflower. There's the cat ears. 
there's an ace card. I can't find my thing that I got that I unlocked earlier today from the event. So now I'm gonna go back, cause I have to back out to find this. I'm gonna click on the event. Okay, here it is. Oh, it's it's armor effect. Oh, so the <laughs> what? What? The oh, neon. Am I, okay, am I dude, now gonna have to say I'm so, I'm so fucking myself? done with this. The, the neon <laughs> screen that's on top of your visor for this event is not a helmet attachment. It is it's not. An it's armor an effect? effect. Good no fucking way. god, bro. Hold, hold on, hold on. Wait. So you can't have you can't have let's say you know the fire trail that follows you and that visor at the same time. Is that what you're telling me? I think so because you can only have one armor effect at a time, can't you? Huh. <laughs> you would think that that's an attachment. You would think that that was a helmet attachment because it's, <laughs> it's on top of your helmet. Wow, that's interesting. All right, mythic armor. Oh, oh my God, this is great. So there's mythic effect set, which I just scrolled over to. And that's the neon beat, the judgment flame, and the enlightened path. All store items, I think. Oh no, this one's battle pass. Okay. This is an armor effect different from a mythic effect. <laughs> Just fucking Christ. So here's here's an armor effect, the neon screen. Here's another armor effect, the neon hawk. I would have thought that the hawk would have also been a helmet attachment. It is not. It's an armor effect then, huh? It's an armor effect. What a bunch of baloney. <laughs> I don't know if I hate this. I don't know if I can hate this anymore. As I, in, and I, like, I love Halo. I don't want to hate it, but I, <laughs> I hate it, man. I hate it so much. That's uh, that's that's really that's really unfortunate. <laughs> okay, I'm just loading up to see right now. Actually, I hate it so much. Darn. <laughs> armor of, so you can't have two armor effects then you can't i i don't think there's any way that you can have two more armor effects sad face cyber showdown event did you see the trailer for it i did i like the trailer i posted it on the tiktok it reminded it definitely reminded me of um you know like the uh the trailers they had for the uh dlc uh in uh halo 5 like that that kind of stuff yeah, I like the machinima little aspect to it too. You know, it's not just like gameplay or people just showing up. Like I remember the one Halo Five trailer that introduced the battle rifle, and I think it also introduced the pizza and fries skin and like right. an eagle or something like that. It's kind of right. a fun trailer. Um, I like this little machinima thing that they have to like introduce these events and stuff like that. I really like it. Okay. Okay. So they have okay the neon superflies twelve hundred and then the neon beat which I believe it's ju it's literally just oh no it's an armor effect, <laughs> it's a visor, it's a sticker, a sticker, a sticker, a sticker, one sticker for me, <laughs> one sticker for your pistol, one sticker for your armor chest, one sticker for your warthog, uh and then like the epic nameplate. Um, is there any reason why they have these as legendary, epic, and so on and so forth? Like, to make you think it's it, it shouldn't be. It's not. 
Like, who determines what's legendary and what's epic? Like, I could right, understand yeah. is it, if there is was it the a... amount of work that's put in that makes it legendary? Is no, it the, the, well, the, the super cool it. effect or whatever? No, is you... that making me like? It's arbitrary. It's all this whole game is arbitrary. This whole this whole system, I should say, with the shop and everything like that, is arbitrary. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in regards to the customization? Or the shop? I, f I feel like I feel like you don't really want to talk anymore about this. Um, I don't mind talking about it. I just I'm like, I look. I like Halo and I wanted to succeed, so I don't like just talking about like negative things about the game. But right. and and I just I but don't there know. There are if there's... things that could be addressed, right? For, and if they certainly. don't know about it. Then certainly, and we can't fix it. No, we can't fix it. And all I can mm -hmm. do is post TikToks about us complaining about things and hope that there's enough people making a big enough deal that they're going to change these things. And so that's that's what we're trying to do here. I think a very simple solution would be to get rid of the. Um, um, they need to overhaul the armor hall, and right. allow yeah, one set of armor. And you have your helmets, and you can put a helmet on. Any helmet you want, you put the helmet on. And you have your visors, and you can put any visor that you want on any of the helmets that you have. And then they have helmet attachments. And you can put any attachment on any helmet. And, like, you do the same thing with every piece of your body. I think this is what we all thought we were getting, honestly. Right, yeah. That. that I mean, yeah, that is definitely the way I thought, or that I thought I was going to get, for sure. So, you know, <laughs> here we are, <laughs> and hopefully they fix it. Um, do you want to talk about this event specifically? And kind of um, sure. Um, I don't know what else to add other than the fact that it's very neon themed and very, uh, I guess, cyberpunky. I suppose. Well, here's what I like. Right, the last event that we had was the Winter Contingency. And during the winter contingency event, you had to basically play once a day for 10 days and you had like 14 days to do it. Um, in this event, you are getting consistent challenges that are popping up and all you have to do is complete your challenges. You could have unlocked all 10 levels uh, at the very first um, on the very first day, you could have unlocked all the armor and gone through all of the levels for the event. Um, right now, I think the event has been live for like two days, and I have... Let me see here. I am currently trying to unlock the sixth level thing, and there's ten total. So all you have to do is complete these challenges. The challenges show up. I like that a lot more than... As opposed to the one challenge a day, yeah. Yeah, you look, for somebody like me, it's hard to log on every single day. Right. But, you know, I log on basically once a week on Saturdays. And so, like, I can log on on a Saturday and play for hours and hours and hours and, you know, unlock all the attachments. So, or unlock all the, the unlockable things. So, I like that a lot more than how they did the winter contingency event. I would like to see more events kind of done. Here's some challenges. Play in these, um, play in these, you know specific playlist in order to go through the challenges and that can work for itself um and so I, I don't mind that at all real mystery i just try to fix my microphone on the fly can you hear me yeah i can i can hear Great. you okay so yeah i don't know i mean you did cut out a bit but you know I yeah i knew i cut out for a second <laughs> on obs i was still good so um 
Okay, so you're on number six already? Yeah, oh, I'm already on number I'm six. Oh, right, because it's all challenge-based. I forgot. I keep forgetting that. It's all challenge-based. I don't do challenges. Ugh. I don't even have any challenges available for this event right now. What do you? So you, you have to complete more challenges just to get that challenge? Or another, or another challenge? Yeah, you complete a challenge and another challenge pops up in the feed. Right, but it could be an event challenge or it doesn't have to be an event challenge, right? Uh, to progress through the event thing? Oh, I see. I don't know. Every single time I've completed see, an event like right challenge, now... another event challenge has popped up. Interesting. Because right now I only have like the, the daily challenge, which is essentially just play any match, right? Um, under that, I have weekly challenges, which is just... Uh, it's all like uh, cumulative players team in Team Slayer matches, um, uh, win Team Slayer matches, and then another cumulative uh, player score in Big Team Battle matches. I don't have anything for the event. So, let's say... You don't I have any finished. challenges for the event right now? I do not. Uh, have you gone through any challenges since the event has gone live? Well, I would have had to because I'm on level two of the uh, battle pass, or I just finished level two and moving on to level three. Interesting. See, I the way I understood it is I thought there was going to be a separate set of challenges. Um, like, you know how you have your daily and weekly there? I was yeah. thinking maybe there would be like one category specifically for the event. Mine have popped up in the weekly. Yours have popped up in the weekly. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought. Yeah, I definitely thought it would be like its own little category in the um, in the challenge section, which is unfortunate. So yeah. in theory, that means like just based off of probability and just based off of let's say a fifty-fifty like, uh, just a fifty-fifty, uh, coin flip, as an example, there could be a while before you, in theory, before you even get another one of those event challenges. Because it's a 50-50 coin flip. Well, I don't know. It didn't seem like 50-50 to me because I would complete a challenge and then all of a sudden another challenge popped up. In fact, I started out with two challenges. Well, I guess in th I guess technically I started off with two challenges and now I have zero um, event challenges. <laughs> so you started out with event challenges and now you don't have them? Um... I, I, yes, yes, I would like, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really check the challenges. I don't. It's just, I don't really, I don't care too much, to be All honest right, with you. All right, but, so what level um, are you in the event, do you know? In the event, right now, I am at level two. I just finished level two, I would be working on level three right now. So you completed, okay, okay, The way I understand it. that would be two challenges would be You've complete completed then, two right? challenges, yeah. Okay, right. But you don't have any event challenges in your queue right now. Right now, when I look at my queue, I don't have any event challenges. Well, that's weird. Okay. I haven't gone without one yet. Yeah. So the way I understand it is, yes, I had two weekly event challenges. Um, I got through them, but it cycled, uh, it cycled again, and now I have normal challenges. But if it's, let's say, a 50-50 shot, you know, how many more heads can you get, you know, or tails? You know what I mean? Where it's just like, how many more um non-event challenges can you get before you even get an event challenge yeah right yeah i don't i don't know either hopefully just one hopefully it refreshes itself and hopefully yeah we it, don't know we don't yeah i don't know the probably it's not 50 50 i definitely don't understand 
Right. Um, which is which is why I thought there would be a category inside the challenges specifically designated just for the event. Right. But I guess, you know, it would be you guys would probably tear through it very quickly if that is the case. I'm certainly trying to. <laughs> this challenge is a little bit tough. It has kill enemy Spartans with the assault rifle and attrition, and I have to kill thirty. Or Oh really? Yeah. So thirty kills with the assault rifle and in attrition. It seems like a lot to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So this uh this event also launched uh, another uh speaking of uh, another game type, right? It did attrition. Mm-hmm. So the way that attrition works is it's four v four, and there's a certain amount of lives that each team has. So I think the total is ten, maybe not. No, I think I think each team starts out, and you get eight lives. And basically, if somebody on your team gets killed, that number depletes. So you got four on four. Each team has eight lives in the bank. You and have then, like a lives pool that you guys share. It's a shared lives pool. Right, shared lives pool. Once that's depleted, everybody is on their last life. And you're able to revive a fallen Spartan. So, Mystery, if you and I are on the same team and the, um, you know, one of our... I, I get downed and we our team doesn't have any um any more revive or sorry any more respawns any more respawns then you are able to look over at me there's like a circle sphere thing that you go over to and you basically just revive me and then i come back right that uh, yeah it allows you to come back but if you go down again at that point you would be that bubble again and be revivable again correct yeah there's no amount of uh, at least Revives from what I can tell, hell, yeah. you can revive somebody as many times as you have to. I mean, it's hard because usually people are camping the bubbles because they want to kill you and they know that you need teammates. So um, it's not as simple as like, oh, let me just revive my buddies over and over and over. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen anything that indicates that you couldn't revive somebody over and over. Right. However, now the other thing is to, of course, to start now instigating the idea of like, okay, well, we got to end this round. What ends up happening closer to the end of the match? You can't just keep unlimited reviving people until the time runs out, right? So we need right. to find a way to kind of, um, you know, get everyone closer, get in closer engagements and making yeah. sure people are fighting each other. So, so there is what? A, a battle royale zone. <laughs> there's <laughs> a circle that collapses in and forces everybody to the middle of the map in order to fight i mean this is like what a tease if you're a battle royale fan um right so it's making me wonder like you know those leaks that we had earlier where they're just like oh yeah there's a battle royale like game mode coming into halo infinite you think that like, maybe this, they saw this i was yeah they, they saw this and they thought this was battle royale it. or yeah that's what um that was my initial thought when I saw that ring for the first time. I'm gonna be honest with you. I never even knew that the the ring was even supposed to be coming in. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, is this the thing that people were like they they leaked and were, they thought, oh, battle royale is coming into Halo Infinite for sure. Well, that's uh, possible. So maybe yeah. I mean that is yeah, it is entirely possible that that could have been the thing that they could have seen. Yeah, I mean that's definitely possible. It it certainly makes me wonder if. I actually feel more confident that there might be a battle royale at some point with this game mode because, I mean, you have everything there. Like, you have the zone. You have, you know, you have a... Are you thinking, like, an arena battle royale? You have a revive system, 
right mm -hmm. that has right. i haven't seen that in halo before you have a revive system you have the zone coming in and you know all you are is just one large map from the campaign and 100 spartans being in the same room or 64 spartans being on the same server playing against each other you know like you're not far away from it so but i guess the re i suppose the reason why this could work a little bit better is just the fact that it's not as large of a map yeah but if you're a battle royale fan that's part of the fun of it right is like the looting the running around to different places that's searching. the other thing is you're not looting in this game type either no no this is definitely an, an arena game mode right everybody comes in 4v4 i mean it, it it's indistinguishable from slayer with the exception of there's a certain amount of lives and there's a zone towards the end of the game mm -hmm. right exactly uh overall thoughts for attrition i like it a lot i think it's fun i think it brings something different it's different enough from team slayer um this is clearly maybe the successor to breakout that nobody asked for but is very fun um you know breakout was a game mode that started out in halo 5 and they pushed it i mean they even put it in professional halo oh games yeah even in the sprint in the tournaments uh, the, the sprint as in uh, the halo 5 vidox they had the sprint series they were pushing it pretty hard in that too yeah but i mean uh, nobody liked that you had a different level of energy shields than you did in regular slayer mm -hmm. um and i don't know if it was the aesthetics or what it was but people clearly did not love playing on uh the breakout maps that they had they, made um they even eventually changed it significantly after after a while where you had smg and i think shotgun or something to spawn in with yeah initially like they yeah they had to change that altogether and i hated it even more unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> yeah they went through a lot of work to try and fix it to make it more playable and uh people just left it alone that was a playlist that even died i think uh yeah i hate to say that that was the case i know they tried something very hard but you know uh and they even had a lot of support from the pro players to make that to make that happen right um pro players being the mlg pro players that they brought in very early on in development um yeah i can't before. i can't imagine the pro, pro the pro players were on board with like doing different levels of shields and stuff like that because now you have to relearn timing and shooting and um yeah you have to relearn things that you didn't think you would have to just for a specific game type and so that's kind of it's kind of like a weird thing to ask pros to do like could you imagine um a basketball player and they're in the nba and then like every once in a while for some arbitrary reason they played with like a smaller basketball that weighed heavier or something like that. It would like, <laughs> like it would throw everybody off. They'd be like, what in the fuck is going on? Why do I have to learn like two different sets of like how to, of how to play this game? Um, so I, it, it was weird. Everybody knew it was weird and that's why they eventually got rid of it. And I'm sorry to whoever came up with the idea of breakout, but it seems like attrition seems um, to sort of fill that void that breakout void of like having a game type where everybody's limited in the amount of lives that they have. And mm -hmm. I think that this works. I mean, I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, some of the people who I play with have also had fun with it and I don't hear any complaints. I saw a, um, a poll that was taken on YouTube that had a couple thousand people who responded to it. And it seems like 
well, it seems like majority of people have not played it yet, but for the ones who have, it seems like you're looking at like a three to one, oh yeah, we like this versus don't like it ratio, at least from that little poll. So overall, it seems like people like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah, it makes you play a little bit more cautiously for sure. Um, I actually think that it helps you learn the game better because I don't know if you're the kind of person who runs around with teammates like this is this mode is for you because you will you just you end up treating your lives much more importantly and your teammates lives much more importantly so like i have noticed myself automatically keeping an eye on my teammates where they're at how i can kind of get close to them if i need to where they're shooting at so i feel like the game does a pretty good job at kind of like um sort of giving you like extra training for like how to play the game better oh in more initiative or sorry more insta what's the word i'm looking for that starts with an i and an n intuitive but yeah not well not or not intuition really. or or yeah. whatever more you get better more um in word here um <laughs> <laughs> but uh for for cooperation with your teammates exactly exactly <laughs> exactly right all right um oh they also released a oh i'm sorry do you want to keep talking about attrition because i have some other news here um i uh i i enjoy attrition okay um oh, yeah we usually, didn't get your feelings uh, on attrition i'm sorry I, something just popped up which is why i was like oh my gosh i just saw something but so please tell uh, me about attrition so usually uh i'm not i'm not exactly usually the biggest fan of like elimination stuff um like uh search and destroy for example um and like breakout which is not a thing that i particularly enjoyed however the addition of the lives pool that we share as a team um i feel like that uh that alone has made a significant difference that and the uh the ability to revive has made a significant difference in me actually wanting to play a game type that does have that that competitive edge so to speak um just because like now i just don't feel like i'm going out there and throwing throwing away my life if you will um because that's what i would just end up doing in, in a search and destroy game type it's just i don't feel like oh i'm up to par with my team and there's too much stress and there's too much pressure that i just you know i'd rather just go out there and die and you know just let the, the other teammates do whatever they have to do because they're the far better superior much more you know uh players um Whereas in this situation, I have a lives pool um, that I know, okay, if I die, I still have another chance to kind of like come back and redeem myself or, you know, come back and like, you know, um, share what I've learned kind of thing okay. um, for, about this part, the other, the enemy team. Um, and then like also still have a chance to be able to pull back and maybe, okay, wait, my team needs a revive just to get back into, get back into the game. How do I do this? Like, can I come back and uh, revive these guys um, and so on and so forth? So yeah, I I do I have been enjoying uh, playing a little bit of attrition here and there, um, but it's definitely not something that I'm gonna go seeking out specifically just to play, um, for you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I would ever just go into this playlist. I don't know if I would. I like I'm enjoying it and I like it, but I don't know if I would go out of my way to play it. I'm kind of curious to see if it's going to start becoming a thing in like the HCS circuit or like the MLG circuit. I think I would like to see this game type in HCS. I think I would like to see pros play it. Um, 
because um, I've seen a couple of people stream it, and there have been some very clever plays that I've seen happen. Um, I'm not sure. I can't. I can never remember the maps. Uh, some of these map names. You know the map uh, that has like the like a warthog and like a ghost in in the sandy like sandy environment. Um, uh, where the uh, active camo spawns at like the bottom middle of the map with the bridge that attaches the two bases, and you got the you got the west tower and east tower with the sniper and the skewers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that map is called? By any chance, do you know what I'm talking about? Behemoth. Is that Behemoth? I think it is. Whenever I think Behemoth, I think a big team battle map. Hence Behemoth. Yeah, it's it's a four v four map. <laughs> is that a four? Okay. Uh, if that's the same map that I'm thinking of, I it's saw the sandy this one, very, right? This yes, the sandy one that yeah. has you know it has a chopper on it sometimes on one side or the the warthog on the other side with the hydra launcher behind it somewhere. Uh, you usually play CTF on it, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure it's Behemoth. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So with the circle coming in, you know how? You, have you ever thought of like what would happen in a situation where like the circle's coming in, but you have two levels on on your map? You have the bottom middle section where the active camo spawns, and you have the top middle section, right? But there's no actual real way of it's kind of hard to, as the circle's kind of closing in, it's kind of hard to reach the bottom mid or the top mid to fight the, the, the Spartan, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I'm so. Not, I'm not doing it justice by explaining I'm trying to. Anyway. I'm trying to... I'm trying to imagine what you're saying. I think I understand where you're at here. Keep going. Okay, picture Behemoth. Yes. You know where active camo spawns in Behemoth? Like, it's in the top, right? The top middle? No, but, uh, the active camo spawns bottom. Oh, it's Behemoth. bottom middle. Okay, bottom middle. Bottom middle, because there's a bridge there. The oddball sp spawns top middle. Okay, so bottom middle. Yeah, the oddball will spawn top mid. So, yeah, so bottom mid. Um, okay, so that area. But when you look up, when you, look, when you grab the active camo, right, you can see top mid because there's glass up there. Okay. Now picture a circle enclosing in. Yep. And it's getting closer and closer. Yes. How does a Spartan, a red Spartan, fight a blue Spartan from bottom mid and top mid? Uh, your top mid guy would have to jump off and shoot the guy. Jump off and shoot the guy and risk falling into the hole? Yeah, so maybe you would just stand there. So you're right. So you'd think that you'd just stand there. Yeah, that's what right? I would do. However, the play was he... He found a he he jumped off but arced his jump in a way where he was able to kind of land bottom mid and then push the other guy off of the repulsor. Whoa, that's <laughs> fun. Right? Like that was and when I saw that play, I was like, this is insane. <laughs> that's a pretty cool play. I like that. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was a really insane play. And I'm like, oh, these are some really clever strats that we're gonna end up starting to see. And that's why I'm very curious to see how it would play in MLG or HCS pieces. Yeah, I'd like to see what the best minds come up with. Right, yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, no, that, I thought that was a very clever play. Um which um which was really cool. <laughs> well Okay, so you said you had news that you found. Yeah, so uh, th there's a January 19th hotfix that released today. 
Um, and it's news that I saw pop up on the side of my screen on Halo Infinite. It just says, we've released a hotfix today that has minor fixes for big team battle matchmaking and other issues. To help make okay. up for any inconvenience you face during this time, we'll be granting five double XP boosts and five challenge swaps to any player who signs on between now and February 16th. These items will automatically be added to your inventory upon launching the game. We're aware that is still inconsistent matchmaking in big team battle. And the team continues investigating the root cause. We will continue to share updates as we have them. If you encounter any other issue, please be sure to let us know on the Halo support site by submitting a ticket. Okay, so you said we're getting five double XP boosts? Five double XP boosts and five challenge swaps. Uh, well, hey, I'm <laughs> I'm looking right now. How do you I feel do have about five that? XP boosts. Um, I don't, I mean... I don't know. I really don't know what to say to that, to be honest with you. Do you feel like it makes up for all the matchmaking issues you've been having with Big Team Battle? No, I mean, can you just fix Big Team Battle? <laughs> yeah, the thing that, that I that want... Will make it up, you know? The thing that I want for a broken Big Team Battle is a fixed Big Team Battle. <laughs> I feel like that that would kind of make up for the broken Big Team Battle, you know? And then if you want to give me a... Uh, you know, get fix the armor hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, why is it broken I, right now? Why is this game broken right now? The the I mean the XP boosts. I mean that's kind of cool to get, I suppose. And challenge swaps are kind of cool to get, but. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great for those people that are still trying to you know move forward very quickly on their battle pass. But I feel like most people that have been grinding have. For the most part, I've gotten there 100 on the Battle Pass. Yeah, I've seen some people with 100s on the Battle Pass already. Shadow has case, 100. Like, what does that even mean anymore? <laughs> yeah, I don't people. know. Like, what do you do with challenges? Like, it's it'd be nice if you could kind of bank them, except for, like, when a new Battle Pass drops and all of a sudden somebody just insta-completes it. Like, okay, well, mm -hmm. now they're stuck with the whole... I This is what's tough about games that are live services you have some people who are able to play way more than others like i'm level 44 in the battle pass right now you know i don't know if i'm going to complete it by the time the season ends i i don't know maybe but oh, we still have plenty of time though right um i, I think, think so I'm, I'm 66 on the battle pass all right but i, I mostly play once a week so it's weird to me Which that is somebody usually the community game night for you right? right so it's weird to me that somebody who plays once a week um is able to complete this battle pass? I don't know. I feel like that that's kind of weird. Well, I mean, I haven't been actively searching out any like challenges or anything. Like, you know, if some people are working on challenges, I will work with them kind of thing um, in my lobby or in the lobby that I'm in. Um, right. That's have that's happened several times. And maybe sometimes it just so happens to be a very similar, similar challenge that I just so happen to complete at the time. And I'm already sitting at like level 40, uh, sorry, 66. You know yeah um so i mean i eventually i suppose you'd be able to get through it uh and these battle passes are a very large period of time a couple months worth yeah it's like three months right yeah um yeah no i yeah i haven't exactly been actively searching out for these challenges so like i understand why i'm at level 66 as opposed to level 100 if i was actively searching it out i'd probably be at level 100 by now too as well yeah, I don't know. Maybe they need more or a shorter season. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if this is like a good cadence of new content for them at this point. 
I get the well, game's only been out for like a month and a couple weeks now, but yeah. And in that time, we've now had now our second event, um, being the cyber cyber showdown now. Yeah. Uh, the battle class is still going. Is it second or third event? Third event? No, yeah, because the winter contingency. Winter, winter contingency. contingency what fracture, was the other one? Whatever well, the, the fracture, the 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 ten shiri or whatever the, well, the fracture. Yeah, event and the fracture's been on and off, right? So like that's been that's come up twice now. So there's there's the fracture event, and then you have like these little events: the cyber showdown, the winter contingency. What was the other one? Cyber showdown, winter contingency, and then your fracture events. Those are the only. Two. Okay, that's it. So we've had basically a mini event every month since launch so december and january had their own mini events and then you have at the same time too because the other one i think was like a countdown to christmas i think it ended when did that one end no that one ended like january 3rd so this one's like a week earlier started like a week earlier than the winter contingency if you look at it from like when did it start in december when did it start in january and then you have the yeah, and then you have like the ongoing fracture event. So I mean, look, it's a bunch of different stuff, and I guess that's good. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, well, I, I'm not sure what else to kind of add on without repeating something that you said. Um. So what? What else? What else do we have? Well, aside from the big team battle fix the cyber showdown the store i mean we kind of covered a bunch of stuff and then we also covered what else oh, what was the other thing we covered shoot i forgot already um the attrition the new the new the new oh and attrition. and attrition i mean there's not that much else going on in in uh there's not much else going on right now um so this is kind of like where we're at we have our own look we have our own tournament that we have planned and that's kind of like what our community is sort of like focused on right now um right. and so yeah those are the things that's going on in halo i mean if you're ready for it i'm happy to transition to the listener questions if you want sure yeah let's go we can we can transition over to listener questions now okay all right so listener questions uh this week uh this week's theme um uh, just i kind of suggested it i uh to, to kylie um halo infinite store changes in cosmetics just because i figured we were going to be talking about that today um anything you'd like to see in particular um, and we've gotten quite a few responses, it seems like. Um, one comes from a Diday Trakes, um, and they say, um, I want to see animal heads, not helmets, straight up shark heads like NHL hits. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah? You, 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 you're, you're, you're up for that? Yeah, I just want Us. a shark head, dude. J you always, so now you want a shark head. I want a well. shark head, yep. Oh, I see, okay. Um, Diday Trakes would also like to have a, a animal head. Uh, yeah, it sounds like I, I agree with that guy. You agree? You agree with, with Sounds uh, like he knows what's going on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Shark heads, uh, bear heads, wolf heads. I assume, right? Whatever not not animals. helmets, but like, would you would you would you consider? I mean, of course, they probably wouldn't want to have like human faces. So, uh, would you consider, let's say, it's the Mark face. Seven with um <laughs> with the Mark Seven, maybe like um like a shark, like the sharks sharks like head on top of the uh on top of the helmet no helmets where the, where the visor no is, no uh, no helmet just straight up no helmet just literally <laughs> just a literally shark head bro. a shark head just a shark head all right you want to see a shark head you want to <laughs> see like king shark or something not even a king just a shark 
just a shark, bro. <laughs> what part of this are you not understanding? <laughs> it's just a shark head, bro. It's just a shark head, man. Okay. I want to see shark heads. I want to see... Um, I want to see... Yeah, well, I, the, the day Drake sounds like he wants to see just shark heads. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> what about, uh, what about, like, a cap on top of your helmet? <laughs> like a little hat? Yeah, like a like a like a baseball hat. Yeah, you could put like a sideways baseball hat on the shark. Uh, no, no, on a helmet, not on a shark. Oh, on a helmet? I don't know. I don't know. It's, that might not be a good idea. People might hate that. I don't know today, tricks. You gotta think about that a little bit more. I think. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next question comes from Game Warrior. Uh, would you like to see a ghost helmet? Uh, since Xbox has the rights to Activision? Yeah, you mean Emil? No, okay, I think he's talking about, um, you know, like... Uh, I know what he means. I'm just making a dumb joke. Um, sure. <laughs> dumb, dumb joke is dumb. <laughs> That's really funny, dude. <laughs> I hate your sarcasm sometimes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, dude. I look. I mean, I, the final purchase has not gone through yet, so I don't think that you're going to see anything anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing Ghost is. I I would not mind seeing any property or franchise that Xbox owns. I would not mind seeing any kind of helmets that are inspired by those other games. A hundred percent. Right. Right. That's true. Like, like we've, we've mentioned, like, Doom Guy in the past, you know, having a helmet for sure. him. Sure. The Fallout helmet. Like, the Fallout helmet. We've mentioned maybe, like, Carmine or Carbine or whatever his name is from Gears of War. From Gears? Yep, 100%. Yeah, like, like, those are all helmets that people wear. So, yeah, that would be really cool. Bring them in. Definitely be really cool. Bring them in. Right. Um, we're going to skip over Game Warrior's next question, mostly because uh, we already spoke about the uh, attrition. Okay. Um, Thank you for the question, though, Game Warrior. Yeah. Um, the next question comes from Shadow sixty four hundred. Um, he said, "Oh, sorry. Uh, the next statement, I guess." He says, um, "I'd like to see more fun cosmetics like the cat ears and a wider wider variety of paint jobs that can be put on all armors." Yeah, I agree. I like to see that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. What am yeah. I supposed to say to that? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Maybe we get some wolf ears. You know some cat ears some wolf ears let's get some floppy dog ears as well you know like yeah, let's get uh, some dash hound like ears like yeah there, there you go yeah exactly uh get some get some like antlers or something as well out there yeah at this point look you already got cat ears you just go just go like let's just jump into this pool just guys add a, just add a shark fin you know oh as well. i'll take a shark yeah. fin <laughs> i'll take a, I'll take a yeah, I'll take a shark fin. Maybe, maybe even like you know, like you you know how like the the whales and the dolphins they they can spout out water out of the thing uh, out of the top of their heads. <laughs> yeah, um, just you just have like a you want a blowhole like, on the like, top like of your a head, water, like a water, like a water spout. A, a blowhole? You mean like a like a water spout? <laughs> I don't think I think they're actually called scientifically. I think they're actually scientifically called blowholes. Like a water spout. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I think they're called blowholes. I don't know. Water spout. We'll go with water spout. Yeah, you could have a water spout. I want to. I, wanna... I don't want to say that word, so I'm saying water. Spout. I, I want one of those like loser helicopter hats, you know, that I can put on my Spartan when I. Oh I've... my god! So yeah. people. I would and not have it static. It has to like spin as you're running or something. You know? Yeah, I want it. I want it spinning. I want a dunce cap so I can I can shame myself when I've done something really stupid. I can put that on. <laughs> that way everybody knows that I'm punishing myself because I'm a oh fucking idiot sometimes. Just imagine if you like, let's say you get yourself killed like twice by jumping off the map or something. Your uh -huh. Spartan just pulls out like a dunce cap and puts it on his head. There the you go. The yeah. <laughs> Who's the idiot? The guy with the dunce cap. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Silly Goose Nessa says, I just want to wear my scarf. I hear you, girl. Yeah, well, yeah, we... <laughs> I wish we could just wear our scarves, you know, just scarves and kitty ears. That's all we want. We just want scarves and kitty ears. It sounds like three for three personally hates her. And so I think that we need a campaign. We need an internet campaign going to get silly goose, her, her ears and her scarf. <laughs> all right. Next one comes from Jimmy Cloman. Who's that? Jimmy. Uh, I want an alien mask of some sort, like what the greys look like. Just do an alien head. Just like the shark head, alien head. Just give him an alien yeah, head. Yeah, just do a, do, do, a, uh, do a xenomorph head or something. Sure. Do a predator, a predator face. Just give him an alien head. Do a Spartan with an elite face on. Sure. Yeah. 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 Or just give him an alien armor. head. Give him a straight up <laughs> alien head. Give him the give him the cliche uh the cliche alien head <laughs> with the big beady eyes and just the gray face with this. <laughs> uh, Kylie says uh, customize stickers slash tattoos for your armor. Well, we have stickers for armor. I like the idea of being able to put it where you want. Like I like the idea of you being able to have some kind of like think of like war paint you know but like up and like up your arm or something like that you know think of like a full sleeve tattoo or something like that um that would be i think kind of badass i think the hard and difficult part is like designing those um i mean uh the call of duty games i think what black ops 2 had like that whole like um the the I guess like the emblem editor or whatever that allowed you to kind of just literally customize layer by layer um, with all these different shapes, how you want your emblem to show up in Call of Duty. Yeah. So I guess like something like that could be implemented into uh, into Halo for stickers or tattoos for your armor. Yeah. That way it could be personally customized the way you want it. And, and, and you can have your whole like, oh, let's say we have only 20 layers and you can put like these kinds of shapes on here and you can create your own, so to speak. Right. Um, so yeah, that could that could definitely work. That'd be really cool to see as well. See what other people come up with, uh, or else you're just gonna get a bunch of boobs and dicks out there. So just that too. Yeah, it's the problem with like letting people come up with their own designs. Um, but maybe they could have some kind of emblem editor where it gets submitted and then it can get approved or denied. You know. Oh, that's an interesting concept. You know, it's kind of like how emotes they, they, you get submitted, but you have to get them approved. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, put a team together and they're going to be overwhelmed, but, you know, just let them hit kind of like approve or deny, you know, on a desk and they, you know, and hopefully they don't see so many that they start disapproving good ones and approving bad ones. I think initially it'd be overwhelming, but then after a while it'll kind of like really settle down. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rabble just Rabble says, something I'd like to see in my armor customization is the fucking co-op campaign! Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if that would be that part of it, but you, I would like to see that too. I think the co-op campaign would uh, definitely uh, be a good idea right about now. But I think we have to wait till what? March? Oh, I don't even know. March, April, February. I, I can't. They said three months for that, right? They said three to six months, I think, for Oof. Forge and uh, and and co-op campaign. Yeah, I thought co-op campaign was three months, and then Forge would be six months, but I, I don't know if that's right. We will have to see. Uh, we don't even know if this big team battle thing is going to set them back. <laughs> yeah, we still need big team battle first, guys. Big team battle. Uh, the the store. We don't know how much all of this is even going to set them back. Or any co-op campaign. I mean, of course, the team is much larger than you probably think. Of course. Um, but yeah, uh, hoping to get it. Speaking of campaign, I am basically done finding all the collectibles in the campaign. Really? Yeah, I'm almost done finding them all. Um, so you know how we discussed um, how like um, essentially when you're done the level or when you start the level, the sequence. Um, okay. That's kind of like uh, that's kind of like your. You're literally just before the uh, you can't return uh, for a little while to the open world element. Okay. The, the the point of no return, if you will, until until at least then you're done the campaign. Um, I've I've gone ahead and found all the collectibles, um, except for like one small area, which kind of will help continue on with the campaign anyways. So okay. Um, I have to find those, and then I move on to the rest of the campaign in like the 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 rest of the like missions in the campaign. I just came across the Harbinger. Oh, okay. How far am I? You are. So you you just came across the Harbinger. You're probably looking. Do you you're probably looking at the spire right now? She just threw me through the tree. Yeah, and then right, the so your next there. place is the spire. You I think you have like a couple of like a couple of levels um, that you're going to be doing, and then you go back to the open world, um, and then after that. Um, and then after that, yeah, you have some time to collect your collectibles, and then you do your, the level of sequence. Okay, so I'm fairly close to. You're a few levels behind. You're, you're you're no because like okay because from what I'm the way I understand it, uh, based on what was told to me by Asio Beer, after so when I'm done the sequence, the next set of levels, there's like five or six more levels after that. That that's the rest of the campaign. Right, and you have maybe three. I want to say three levels before you even catch up to the sequence. Fuck. Right. Okay. Let alone, I don't know if you plan on getting all the collectibles either. I don't. Part of me is like, I really want to take my time and like go through this campaign and get the collectibles and go through it at my own pace. But I feel so far behind not having the story done. Mm, dude, take your time and enjoy it, man. I know, but I don't even know if I'm gonna get it done for a while. Well, then I will just wait. All right. <laughs> I will just wait to talk about it with you. That's what we'll like, do. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Force you? Yeah, like, dude. For, say, Daddy Tracks, you run a podcast. Fire up his butt. <laughs> and you need to get this story done as soon as possible because we need to talk about it, bitch. And then I go, okay. Uh, Fair. 
Right. Yeah, dude, let a fire up your ass and let's get this going, man. We got to talk about this campaign. All right, roger that. Yeah? Yeah. Better? Yeah. I'll put a smile on your face. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, Orange Craw Dad says, uh, I would love to see better vehicle attachments and maybe some vehicle effects. And they don't have to make any sense either. For example, imagine a techno-based warthog with hovering devices to replace the wheels and a chain gun that shoots lasers. And for the banished vehicle, maybe a ghost cover, in, a, a ghost covered in ice with ice spikes to replace the ram in the front, and it shoots ice chunks instead of plasma bolts. Three, four, three could really go crazy with vehicle customizations. They could also put it under the fractured category if lore fans have a problem with it. I'm okay. I'm done now. That's what he says. Well, I think it's pretty clear that lore fans are have been given a giant middle finger when it comes to customization in um, uh, Halo Infinite. And I'm looking at my Spartan, who's neon blue and neon pink, and has a giant screen in front of their face. Um, so that being said, sorry, Halo lore fans. Um, you guys really got the you knew what was coming, right? Um, yeah, I like the idea. Look, dude, whatever wild ideas people have, throw them in there. Throw them in there. Why not? We're we're already, we are already chest deep in this pool of like they're they're doing whatever they want, going off lore. Just, just go for it at this point. Just go for it. Um, as well, you may as well. You know why not? I mean, some of the stuff is fun. Yeah, I mean, how are we gonna make it fun if we can't make it fun? Right. <laughs> how are you gonna make it fun if you can't make it fun? Exactly. 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 Uh, next. Uh, next comes from Yanutsi. Um, and he says, "How cool would it be? The warthog had an attachment uh, that has horns on the grill, and when you splatter someone, they get impaled." Would be cool. Wouldn't work for this game though. Uh, this game is rated T for teen, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could get somebody stuck on the horn, you know, without any kind of blood or anything like that. Maybe that could fly for a, a teen-rated game, but um, yeah, like a dead body getting stuck. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. They splatter like three people, and you just have like three bodies hanging on to the front of the warthog. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. I think that visual is kind of funny. So. Yeah, that would, that would be really cool. It would be, be really funny to see for sure on in a big team battle map. Like, you just got this warthog driving around, and you're just seeing three Spartans just on the end of the grill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that'd be really funny. All right, next is from Asio Beer, and he says, Attrition is an acceptable version of Battle Royale mode. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not? No. I don't with it. It, it's not a battle royale. It's an acceptable version of Breakout. <laughs> this this is nothing like battle royale. It's a it's a team a team battle royale based. The only thing that's similar between this and battle royale is the fact that there's limited number of lives, which even in battle royale it's one, maybe two, depending on the game, uh, and then a closing circle at the end. But this is not battle royale. All right, moving on. Uh, Toasted647 asks, 
Um, how do you feel about Chief in Fortnite? Laugh my ass off. Question mark. Uh, that's fine. Look, you're we're already chest deep here, guys. Like, you know, what are we gonna do? It's 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 out there. He's out there. Gone are the days of Bungie saying, no, 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 you can't have Master Chief in your game, but you can have Kelly zero one seven who looks exactly like Master Chief if you want her, like it's this is a a much different company they're gonna do they're gonna whore out master chief as they please and he's being whored out in fortnite so look maybe get some people excited about halo who normally wouldn't be and maybe that's the goal here and if that's the goal then that that's fine um but i think that at this point like getting upset or getting worried or being like hey why is he in this game like there's just a certain day and age that as halo fans uh if you've been around long enough like they're over they're over this is not a protected sacred property anymore we have a tv show coming out that's deviating from a lot of stuff we have again neon blue neon pink screen visor things on my spartan you're not camouflaging anything bro like you're not hiding anywhere unless you're hiding in like a daft punk city and i'm unaware of any of those in halo lore so again this is like you know do what you want do what you want yeah it doesn't bother me that chief's in fortnite sure it didn't make me play it um by any means i know like one of my friends uh one of my personal friends was just like oh master chief is in fortnite now guess you're coming to fortnite to play aren't you now and i looked at it i was just like no <laughs> no <laughs> because i mean okay so what they brought master chief into fortnite but what like what changed in fortnite with master chief being in fortnite Nothing. was it just a skin it was just a skin it was just a skin just a skin Okay, well, I mean, just because the skin's in there doesn't necessarily mean that I got, I have to play it just to, you know, <laughs> unless there was, is there lore for him being in there? There's no nope. lore for him being just in there skin. either. It's the same way that they have a number of other skins in that game that come from other properties. Just the skin. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me that he's in the game. It never made me want to play it more. Uh, okay, trivia time. Uh, this is from Rabble. Uh, okay, forgive me for pronunciations here. Uh, Tartarus's uncle. I want to say it's Maccabus, Maccabius. Uh, was in control of a ship called Rapid Conversion. This ship was a decommissioned Sangheili ship that had a lot of systems disabled. The gravity lift among them. Uh, the gravity li the lift being among them. What modifications did Maccabus do to the ship in order to get back at the Sangheili for disabling these systems? I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. He wrote them a letter. He wrote <laughs> them an angry... That's the modification... Angry... <laughs> Wait, he wrote that's... them an angry mean letter. <laughs> that's the modification he made to the ship in order to get back at them. <laughs> Where's the... Okay, is the letter attached to the ship? He put the, the letter ship? on the desk. <laughs> Modification entered. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, I I don't know. I he he uh he put a big freaking logo on the side of the ship that said "Fuck Sangheili." I, I don't know. 
<laughs> just really like am. graffiti painted on there. Yeah, yeah. I really have no idea. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I got no idea. I've I've never even heard of Tartarus's uncle Maccabus. <laughs> I didn't know he had an uncle. You know. Yeah, and this whole this whole ship called the, the Rapid Conversion. I I don't. I assume this is probably like something in the books. I don't know what book. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Okay, the answer. Oh, he also says no real mystery. This is not from the hardest Halo quiz or any other quiz. Yes, um, it because is. he mentioned in in my uh, Twitch chat today that um like he was looking at hardest Halo quizzes and like one of the first questions in that hardest Halo quiz was what is um what uh what were the Marines fighting in uh, Halo in Halo One and Halo Two like what what were they fighting and then the options were like Covenant and then like something and then something else something else and something else. <laughs> This seems like a very, very impossible question. Seems like something that would come from that list. Uh, okay. Maccabus was allowed a mechanical lift system to replace the grav lifts that were removed, but he uninstalled this system to install crude ladders, which Sanghili could not climb easily due to the shape of their knee. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> They can't climb the ladders because their knees are too big. Oh, man. I do not remember this at all. He's mentioning in the chat it's in Contact Har Harvest. I don't remember any of this. I, I remember very little of Contact Harvest. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I read it twice. Long... I, don't, I don't remember any of this either. Oh, I read it once. It's such a long time ago since I've read Contact Harvest. And I'm talking over 10 years ago for sure. Wow. Um. Okay. Um, and yeah, that, that's it for the questions. All right, very cool. Well, everybody, thank you so much for submitting your questions. Uh, real quick, I want to plug Shadow and Fire Mage's stuff. Um, you can find Fire Mage on Instagram at Fire Mage Gaming, and you can find Shadow on Twitch at Shadow, S H A D 0 W, 6400. Go hang out with them, and um, you can find us on Discord. You can find us on TikTok. Uh, find us at Red Spartan, Red Spartan Podcast on TikTok. God, I can't even think. Red Spartan Podcast on TikTok, and then there'll be a link for the Discord in our live stream right now, and there will be a link for the uh, Discord in the show notes or episode details. Mystery, what do you got going on? What are you up to this week? Uh, this week, so tomorrow I have the Dungeons Dragons stream where we're continuing uh, the Curse of Strahd. Uh, Friday, I'm doing Halo 3 uh, with Covalent and Spark. Um, and then hopefully Saturday, I should be there for the game night around 10 to 10.30-ish Eastern Standard Time, uh, which means I'll be missing again another like, hour or hour and a half. We'll have to see. Very cool. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I don't really have much going on. Okay. We have a couple of events going on that have been set up through the Discord. Um, Silly Goose Nessa is hosting a ladies' night on Friday night starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so go to our Discord and go to events and find that for more information. Um, you can find... Um, yeah, you can get more information there. And then we also have, um, uh, starting last Sunday, uh, Paige set up an anime night. And so there are a bunch of people that got together to watch the second episode. Hang on for this. The second episode of the fourth season, part two of Attack on Titan. So there's going to be, I don't know, another 14 episodes or so. So we're watching that every single week, every Sunday um, on 
uh, on Discord. We're doing like a little watch party. So if you're into anime or if you're into being a lady, um, we have events for you on our Discord. <laughs> so come hang out. Uh, hey, ladies, uh, come yeah. hang out on Discord and you can get set up in those events. Um, and I think that that's it. That we got going on for the rest of this week oh and community night obviously community night it's going to be on saturday starting at 9 p.m uh guys girls everybody's in everybody to that one so we will see you all on community night or i will see you all on community night that's all i got mystery you got anything else buddy uh no other than we have a pretty special episode planned for next week yes we do oh why don't you talk about that a little bit um should well, we tease it or do we, we tell i think them? we should tease it we should we should probably tease it uh, so, let's have some fun teasing it next we? week is gonna get a little a little twisted <laughs> i love it is next week we'll get quite twisted actually we'll get a little twisted next week okay <laughs> if you don't know what that means then show up next week get twisted with us <laughs> i love it i love that tease well done <laughs> all right guys have a good night thank you so much for hanging out oh real quick i want to thank uh all the mods uh for our channel fire mage page kylie and silly goose nessa thank you for all that you do for our community and thank you so much for your support all right everybody we love you enjoy the rest of your week we will see you all next week here for the live stream uh 9 p.m eastern or roughly 9 p.m all right see you guys Okay, bye. <laughs> Roughly 9 p.m. It's like never 9 p.m., but I try so hard. Yeah, I don't know what happened today. That was so weird. I had to, okay, so in order to get into Zencaster, I had to clear my my browser cache and all that stuff, like the cookies and everything, and then load back into Zencaster. But then, of course, when I loaded back into Zencaster, because I cleared all my cookies and all that stuff, like...